Hey everyone, welcome back to The Yoni, where you cultivate your own new identity. I'm your hostess with the mostess, Nigeronda Burwell, coming back again to give you the keys to unlocking you. But before I do anything, I have to give thanks to the creator of everything. Dear God, thank you for for life. Thank you for lessons that turned into blessings. Thank you for meeting me where I I am and (laughs) always just loving me regardless and thank you for leaving the 99 to find the one. Thank you for finding me. Thank you for teaching me how to find myself. Thank you for bringing me back to me. Thank you for the wilderness. Thank you for the in-between. Thank you for my new. Thank you just in general. I just... I just can sit here. This whole episode could just be thanking God. I realize like I don't even it's okay if I don't even pray about things that I need or I desire I just want to thank you less of me and more of you just more of you and just more of you and more of you I don't even know who I am anymore because there's so much of you and there's so much love and there's so much patience and there's so much kindness and so much self-control and so much gentleness and so much understanding and so much wisdom. And I know this is not just me. It can't be because when I was just doing life all by myself, I was sad and I was depressed and I was angry, but now I am love. And I could only be love because of you, because you are the only true meaning of what love is. And I thank you for every ditch, every valley, everything everything that I didn't think I could I could get I could get over I could get through I could go through everything that I thought that I could not do every everything that the devil tried to do to psych me out and I praise your name because 
me being here at 22 is not my will, but yours for my life. So when people don't understand why I'm praising your name and why all I can do is talk about you, it's it's not for them to understand because this relationship is between you and me. And me and you are eye to eye, mouth to mouth, face to face, hands to hands, body to body, we are intertwined. And so again, I say less of me and more and more and more of you. Because I can't do this with just me. I don't have the strength to do it, just me. If I didn't have you, I I don't know where I would be. If you didn't save me, I don't know where I would be. And so I thank you. And I pray that whatever you say today out of my mouth, that it touches whoever is listening to my podcast, to our podcast. And I invite you in to the Yoni because this is a sacred space for you, for me, for us to teach and show people how great you are and how great we can be with you by our sides. And it's not going to be easy to walk with God, to deny one's flesh, to to deny the, the very, to deny the very parts of your brain that the, 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 your, let me just break this down for you. Because people don't think that I'm using my psychology degree. Right? The amygdala is a part of the brain. And this part of the brain is where our emotions start. Most people that study the brain call it the angry Amy. It's called the angry Amy because this is where anger starts. It's a part of our brains called the amygdala. Look it up. Any emotion that passes through the amygdala is anger. And that's why we call it angry Amy. Because the natural response to anything, our natural response to anything is anger. If we don't understand something, our natural response is anger. But thank you, God, for refining me, for becoming the the potter and allowing me to be the clay, to change how my brain naturally worked and tell the angry Amy, the amygdala, that I, I'm not that anymore. I'm not angry. I, I'm not that no more. Love is the first thing that I, tr- I, I, I strive to be because anger is so easy. I, it takes so much 
It takes so much power to choose love. Because our natural response is anger. Thank you for being love, for showing me love, and then for teaching me that I am love so that I can teach other people that they are love. And I never truly understood why me, God? Why me out of all of these other people? I don't see the best in myself. I don't know where to go. I, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know. And that is why you chose me because I didn't know, but I was willing to find out. And I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't live my life the way that I was living I just couldn't I just knew there had to be another there had to be another way love had to be different than what I thought or perceived love to be and here you are love being everything that I thought you would be and more And so I thank you with every bit and ounce of my being. I thank you for waking me up on days that I didn't even want to wake up. I thank you for pouring into my soul when my body wanted to give up. I thank you for raising me up for such a time as this. I thank you for taking the burdens away and saying, my daughter, you don't have to carry those things. That was never yours to carry. Give that to me so that you can be as light as a feather and you can fall. Fall into me. Fall into my perfect love, perfect grace, perfect peace. Fall into me. And I'm so glad that I fell into you. And that I'm still falling. Because what people don't understand is to fall is to trust. People say, I fell in love. What we really mean is that we trusted this other person with our heart. I fell for a scam. You know how people say, I fell for a scam. It literally means I trusted in that thing. Hopefully it was true, but it wasn't. To fall is to trust. 
when we do those exercises as kids and we do the what? Trust fall exercise. Where you stand in front of this other person and you trust that they will catch you when you fall. Now, you may never have met this person before. You may never have ever done this exercise with this person before. But what you have to do in the point of the exercise is to trust in the unknown. To trust that this person will catch you even though you really don't know who this person is. And that is how we have to be with you, God. We have to trust that you are always behind us. And even if we may think that we're falling back, you can always catch us because you are our security. God's saying today to anybody that is watching this, fall on me. Lean on me when you're not strong. And I'll be there to help you carry on. For it won't be long till I'm going to need somebody to lean on. That whole song basically says, lean on me. When you aren't strong. Because I know that there will be a time when I'm not strong. And I'm going to need somebody to lean on. And once you really hear the, the implication of what that song is saying. It's, it's, it's. You could only get to that point of feeling that way once you have fully surrendered to what God is for your life. Because to tell somebody else to lean on you because you may need to lean on them is letting go of ego and pride and saying, I have some issues too. And I know you have some issues. And I know I'm not strong. And I know you're not strong. But in the Bible, it says where two are gathered, there God resides. I'm not strong and you're not strong. But if we lean on each other, we can be strong for each other. And so thank you, God, for letting me lean on you so that others can lean on me. Because I'm not strong, you are. But because you give me the strength and I have leaned on you and gleaned from you, now other people can lean on me and glean from me. Because it's not me that they see, it's you. Because every day I say less of me and more of you. And every day you are stripping me of the me that I thought I would be and showing me the me that was always within you. Because I want to be, I want, I want, I want to be the Nija that you see me be, not the Nija I've seen myself being. Because I don't know 
what I'm 100% great at. And I don't know everything, but you do. You are omnipresent, omniscient. You know, and because you know, and I know you, I now know. And that's what people don't understand. When people, the people that I do not have in my life anymore is because God told me to let them go. I didn't let them go because I wanted them to go. Because God is omniscient and omnipresent, God was in rooms that I wasn't in. And so he told me, let them go. Because they're not really for you. And that hurt. It hurt to love someone and think that they love you the whole time the truth which is God God is the truth the the way and the light the truth himself came to me and told me my truth and who was I to sit there and, and, and stay in a lie if truth himself came and told me to let them go because they did not love me If love came to me and told me that they did not love, why would I deny the truth? So thank you, God, for this. And I know I haven't, I have not prayed this much on this uh, platform, but God just, God is just too good to not pray this much to not give him this glory, to not take the time before I start my podcast and just let him just just bask in how good and great our God is. Because he's just not my God. This is just the craziest thing. Our God can make each and every one of us feel that we are 100% seen. There is seven point there's almost there's over 7 billion people in the world and God can make every one of us feel seen but our but the but the people around us that see us every day ignore us and make us feel we are less than but here this person here this being here this spirit is that can take the time out of his, his, his day to know every single bit of you and your sister and your mother and your dad and your cousin and, and tell you about these people so that you can love them more, so that you can understand them more, so that you can be more like him. It's just crazy. It's just, it's just I'm just so grateful. So God, like I said, come into this place. And give us a word so that we can learn and learn and glean from you throughout this week. In Jesus' name, amen. So hi guys, thank you so much for staying um, for that prayer. Um, and I really hope that helped you and, and put some fire in your soul because I know it definitely did for me. But what I really wanted to come on today um, and talk about was 
falling. You know, in my prayer, I talked about how God was saying, fall into me, fall, fall into my grace, fall into my perfect love, fall into, you know, my perfect timing, fall into my way. And I know in the previous episodes have we been talking about trees and people may think, oh, you have a thing with trees and plants, but I do. And that's how God speaks to me through nature. Um, but as, as, as I was going on my daily walk, because I, I now walk every day, I now, of course, with all the implications of trees in my uh, podcast, I look at trees all the time when I'm out in walking. And yesterday, while I was walking, I realized a tree that I usually see every single time I walk was changing. And it was changing so quickly because I walk every day. So I see this tree. It was green the day before yesterday. But yesterday I saw it. It was half of its leaves were red and orange. And I'm like, it was just a green tree yesterday. And God really spoke to me and was like, do you see how quickly the seasons are changing? Do you see how quickly the leaves are falling. That's exactly what he said to me. As, as smooth like that as I, as, as I was walking on my daily walk. And what, we, what I want you to do is as you are listening to this, I want you to either go to your window. Or if you want, you can even walk outside. Sit on your porch, sit in, sit on, go and stand in your backyard. And I want you to stare at a tree while you're watching this. Or after you watch this, go and watch a tree. I want you to stare at a tree. And I want you to see how those leaves fall off those trees. This is an exercise. Something new. I've never done this. <laughs> As you watch these leaves fall off the trees, I want you to ask yourself, what are the leaves in my life that God is plucking off my tree? What are the leaves in my life that are falling away what in my life is old and once you figure out what in your life is old you realize that is the thing that you need to let go of so that it can fall because we are now in the new So anything that is old has to go. And you can realize that from watching a tree. A tree will go from not having leaves to having little leaves to having a bunch of leaves to being barren again. To having no leaves. To having little leaves. To having a lot of leaves. To having no leaves. To having little leaves. To having a bunch of leaves. To being a big tree to having no leaves. 
a, a tree's cycle is nakedness, and it's nakedness, and it's also it deals with growth. Within a tree's life, you see death and you see life within its life. And that's how we have to realize when we change, there's a death for a new life. Nothing new can form without the death of something old. New leaves couldn't form on that tree unless the dead leaves left. So when God is asking us to look at these trees, he's asking us before we fully embark in this new. He doesn't want us to turn back now because we don't want to, we're not Lot's wife, but he wants us to take a moment to realize Don't be afraid of the falling. Don't don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of the crashing of the tower moment. Don't be afraid of shit happening. (laughs) Don't be afraid of the storm. Because what do storms come to do? They come to shake shit up. As we can see from natural disasters, whether those are tsunamis, hurricanes, uh, earthquakes, all of these natural disasters, they come to shake stuff up and leave it different than how it was. That's what storms are for. When Jesus was in the water and the storm happened and everybody on that boat was what? Scared. Because they thought they were going to sink. They thought they were going to fall. But who was sleeping? Jesus. He wasn't worried. He wasn't yelling. He wasn't anxious. He was at a he was in a place of rest, even though there was a storm around him. And and everybody around him thought that they were going to fall. He was not afraid of falling. Because he knew when something crumbles. It's so that something else can rise. He said, fear not. Don't be afraid. When be still. Be still. And the waves and the wind obeyed. But the waves and wind obeyed Jesus because Jesus was already in a still mindset. He wasn't afraid. 
And that's one of the things that God gives his people. He gives us our stillness of mind, our peace of mind. And that is what Jesus had on that boat. That is why he did not fear when everyone thought the boat was going to go down. Jesus knew it wasn't because he had a peace of mind. And because he had that peace of mind, he was able to tell the waves and when what to do. So if Jesus could tell the wind and waves what to do, and if he could do the things that people can't do, if he can walk on the water and instead of telling Peter to walk on sand when he can do that anyway, if he could do the things that we can't do, we have to realize we shouldn't be afraid of the falling because he's the grass. God is the grass. He will always protect our falling. There was something that I was doing. I was incorrectly sitting on my uh, chair downstairs in the living room. And I fell back and wind up busting my booty on the floor. But one thing that I realized, you know, good thing for me, you know, when I fell, it didn't automatically hurt because there was some cushion there. Now, it wasn't a lot of cushion, you know, but... It was more than I was used to. So when I fell back, before, you know, when, and this is just, you know, God uses anything. I have always wanted to be thicker, especially after losing a bunch of weight towards the end of college. And I never wanted to go to the gym at all I wanted to eat so I started to eat more and with that I did put on a little bit weight so at that point when I fell back I was scared my in my head my first thought was oh my gosh my butt bone is about to hit this wooden floor and I'm gonna be in so much pain because I don't really have no cushion in that bushing, you know what I mean? I don't have too much. I don't have none. You know, that's and this is the this is the thought in my head while I'm falling back. This is going to hurt. This is going to be painful. But once I fell in, once my butt hit the ground, it did a little boom, and I was confused because I was like, I've never had that cushion before. I. I don't know what that feels like. I didn't know that that was something that I could have because I was so used to not having, you know, any meat or any, you know, yeah, any muscle on my bones or any weight, you know, because I was very skinny, you know, and still working to build muscle. But that goes to show in life how we think that falling is so scary and our brain i.e. our fear cells, i.e. the devil will tell us, it's going to hurt. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't let go. It's going to hurt. But God is telling us today to fall. Fall into his grace. Fall into his love. Fall into his perfect timing. Stop trying to do things your way. And I'm a, t- I'm a person that I wanted to do things my way my whole life. 
And throughout those 11 years, and let's not even say 11, because God gave me my peace of mind February 9th, 2022. I remember that day. And I it, it, I remember the day, February 9th, because that was the day my grandpa passed away, 2017. And in 2022, of that same day, I woke up with the peace of mind that God bestowed upon me. And I didn't even know what to do with it because I was so toxic in the sense of how my brain worked. My brain was always on 24-7. I didn't have rest. But here God was giving me perfect rest. But I had to fall first. My book, All Mine, talks about the, the fall. People don't know. At 11, somebody really close to me, I would say God put them in my life. I would say they were an angel. Her name was Judy Ann Brisbane. And she was and is, she was a beautiful person that I was able to have the, the, the pleasure of knowing and loving. And at that time, at 11 years old, She passed away from cancer. And she dealt with cancer for two two of the three years. She lived with my family. And and at this point, she was my best friend. And I told her everything about my life. And... when she passed away from cancer it angered me and it angered me to the point where I allowed the devil to allow my anger to say I I curse God and I want nothing to do with him and at that age at 11 I said to God I hate you and I don't want anything to do with you and I don't want anything and that hurt God and because God is a gentleman God walked away and he let me go and I had to fall and so you saw through my book from 11 to 21 those 10 years was the falling because I within those 10 years I decided that I wanted to do stuff my way I wanted to do stuff my way I it didn't matter yes I still had a connection with God but my connection with him started to dwindle and we got so far away from each other And because God's hand of grace was off of my life at that point, not even, to be honest, that's not even true. His hand was always there, but my connection with him was so far, I couldn't hear him anymore. Those 10 years, I didn't hear God's voice at all. But from when I was a little kid to 10, I would talk to God every day. I mean, anybody that know, knew me as a kid, I would sing God's music. God, would, God was my best friend. And then 
at 11, he became my enemy. And after the pressing, after, after, and then, you know, I got to college. And God was like, are you ready? You know, he, he actually came and talked to me. My freshman, my freshman year of college, he came and talked to me in my room. He whispered and he said, Nisha. And I got so scared. I got so scared. I thought that was a demon. I thought that was somebody in my head. I, I didn't know who that voice was. I was a lost sheep. I forgot what my own father's voice sounded like. I was scared of it. And that was 2020. No, 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 sorry. No, I got, I went into college in 2018. But around that time, that's like 2020 was when I started again. And I was like, I want to know you and I want to I want to really know you because I've strayed away and I really want to know you and and he was like fall fall on me lean on me come to me and to him it probably hurt he called my name he said Nijah And I didn't even know his voice. Just like in the Bible, I I don't, I forget who it was and I don't want to misquote, but God called, I don't even want to say a name because I don't want to get it wrong, but God called uh, one of the people in the Bible a few times and he woke up and he went to, he was, he was a servant and he went to his master and he was like, do you need me? Do you need me? And he was like, no, I've not been calling you. And he's like, yes, I hear my voice. I hear my name. You've been calling me. And then the master was like, no, that was God calling you. You know, and that's when he realized, oh my gosh, God's been calling me the whole time I'm thinking that it's you. But that's how it was. God calls out to you. He says, your name. He says, are you going, are you ready? Like, he's not that type of person that's like, oh, you don't, you ain't ready. I'm going to make you ready. He's the type to be like, like when he came to me about my mental health and he was like, are you ready to fix this? And I was like, no. And I brushed him off. I was like, no, not right now. I'm in college. I need to graduate. I need to... uh, I brushed God off. And so what happened? He accelerated my college process. So I didn't stay in college for four years. I only stayed for three and a half, even though I could have just stayed for three if there was a class that was offered within that 
third year, but it wasn't. So I stayed a half a year extra. Well, not even a half a year extra. I left a half a year early, a semester early. But it makes sense because that's what I was so focused on. God, uh, uh, leave me alone, God. I need to focus on school. I need to focus on getting grades. So then here I am graduating in three and a half years, 3.95 summa cum laude, top honors. Only got within my college of three and a half years, I only had two, three Bs. In my whole college career, out of my whole life, I've only probably had one C. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, God, I can't deal with you right now. I have to deal with this. And so what happened was, after college, he said, now it's time. I've waited for you. I've been watching you. All of those years that you were like, you want to die? And I'm, I'm here prophetically writing. I'm telling you, write. I'm telling you to write. Do not give up on us. God is not done. There is more to your story. God is telling me to write these things. Because I didn't even know at 22, he would tell me to release a book that would set me free. Even more than the writing did. The writing, I didn't even know what the writing was doing until I published the book. Then I realized, oh my gosh. But if I didn't fall into line with God, if I didn't fall into lockstep with God, if I didn't fall, if I didn't trust in God and trust within, so trusting within myself because God is within us. If I didn't trust the feeling, I would have never been able to experience the new. So God is saying today to anybody that is listening to this fall. And next week, I'll come back and I'll tell you an example of how I fell. And just like Romans 3.23, for we all have fallen short of the glory of God. For we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We've fallen in a bad way before. But God is calling us to fall in a new way now. He's saying, yes, you have fallen before. Yes, you have given into temptation and given into sin. Okay. I'm your creator. I made you. I made you with free will for a reason. I didn't make you to be a robot. You are not AI. You are not artificial. You are not artificial intelligence. You don't, you're not programmed to do what I, as the creator of you, decided for you to do. You are not a Barbie. You are not plastic. You, you, you can feel. You are a human. You have fallen from grace. You have fallen. I am here to tell you, yes, you have fallen in a bad way, but that is okay. 
Because I sent my only son. I sacrificed my only son. And when we really realize when we have our own children of our own, I have a dog and he is my son. When I am eating the last bit of what I have and I say, it's my only, it's my only. And you know, my son, Teddy is looking at me with those, those eyes. And I'm like, Teddy, but this is my only hot dog. That, that lets me know. I love him that much. I was able to sacrifice my last hot dog to give to him. Knowing that I didn't eat and he has a whole big bowl of food that he doesn't want to eat. But I'm going to give him my hot dog. I don't eat hot dog that much. I mean, at all, to be honest. Because one time I realized they, they, it was a, few, a bunch of years back. They said hot dogs had, was, came out with have fingerprints in them. They, they tested them. And they had human meat inside of them. I said, oh, no. No, no, no. Won't be me eating no hot dogs. But that was just an example. That lets you know that you love that person. When a mom sacrifices for her child or a dad sacrifices for their child, even though the child may not see that as a sacrifice, that mother and dad knows that they, I love you even if you don't realize the things that I had to do or the things that I had to sacrifice to get you those things. Sacrifice is love. And God is like, you, you sacrificed. You sacrificed. And you're not perfect. You don't have to be. No one wants you to be. I'm not, I don't want you to be perfect. I want you to trust in me enough to fall for me. Fall. He said, fall for me. Fall in love with me. Love me. Fall in love with me so that I can teach you how to love others. Trust in me. Trust in what I tell you to do so that when I tell you to say something to others, you can trust that that is true too. Depend on me so that when people come to you and ask you, how did you do it? You can tell them it was God. I depended on him. I fell into his perfect timing. I fell into his way for my life. I didn't do this for me. It wasn't about me. It was about him. And I hope that this made sense to you. And I'm definitely going to watch this back and get further revelation on it because this was very new to me. This was a very, this was a totally different podcast than even the podcasts that I was making prior to. But yeah, God's just like fall. So I really, 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 really hope that you enjoyed um, this episode. And I will not be doing all about me NRB this week because this week is a little bit longer than what I wanted it to be, but it's okay. So I, I want you to know that I love you and God loves you so much more.
and I look into your eyes and I see you soul deep and I again say I love you not because of the things that you do for me or just of the things that you just do for others I just love you because you are here and you're alive and it's hard it's hard sometimes to be but here you are being the spite of it all and I love you for that I love you for being you so until we see each other next time and hopefully you will come back next week so that we can talk because I truly like that so until then mwah 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 bye